Hey, my fellow hemp nuts, are you guys ready for the cannabis bonanza? Yeah. We have a fun show today. We're going to be discussing new information on cannabis and sexual function. This new study came out. Yes, we are. Um, it's about the female perspective. We're also going to test your... It's about your... damn time. Sorry. We're also going to test your knowledge about <laughs> recent cannabis news and events. So... We're gonna we'll, we'll we'll talk about today's words, some research. Nice. I have a new segment that I created out of frustration for some of the false advertisements out there. It's a new segment I called "No THC Does That." Um, <laughs> it's a response to all these claims like about that. CBD. I like that. And um, one of the things I'd like to talk about at the end is this USDA held a listening session about hemp and had people comment about recommendations for how we should grow and regulate hemp. But first, mm. I'd like to catch up with you guys. I feel yes. like it's been a minute. Yeah, I know. She was out of town. You well, overseas. He got, he got sick. Yeah, I know. You got a little Who sick. Who got sick? You all right? Oh, yeah. I, I'm better now. I'm better now. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. He, he, thought, he was blaming it on me because yeah. I had been sick. And the, but you got sick. Well, I thought I, I was like, I accused your vape pen of having boogers in it. Because oh. after, after I used it, I was like, that was all that was coming oh, out of it. As he inhales. In <laughs> <laughs> that was Greer's boogers then. <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's a nasal bend. <laughs> Wait, so how are you feeling? Yeah, how you feeling? Oh, I'm, I'm, I had to cancel some uh, speaking <laughs> yeah. engagements at a Canna East Compliance yeah. and some other conferences, but I'm feeling like a, better. He was um, a featured speaker. And yeah. He had to cancel. So, but but I'm, I'm back. You know, I have my voice back. Nice. Not coughing as much. I'm going to be doing a talk for the American Chemical Society okay. uh, on uh, April 1st. I'm going to be actually, I was invited to speak at the Association of Black Journalists on April 6th in Philly. They're doing a nice. cannabis forum. Hmm. Oh, really? They're having people come and talk about it. So I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, I might have to uh, take a trip down. Yeah, it's yeah. like on a Saturday. Ask I think it'd be questions. pretty fun. You can listen to Dr. J. Yeah, in, Jan in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, in Philly. Perfect. In Dr. Philly. The second yeah, coming to Dr. J. <laughs> <laughs> Finger roll. Yeah. Finger roll. <laughs> this one gets down. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I know Jan's speaking, I think, March 27th or 28th online at this very large hey. um, online ah. free cannabis education event. I know, so, okay. no. I'm talking about cannabis. I'm talking about how it impacts mental health, all that fun kind of stuff, and some really, really interesting ideas I have around cannabis and mental health treatment. Sweet. And and uh, we're reminded now by our pilot to put your seats up and your tray tables down and put your phones in airplane mode. <laughs> Make sure our phones are in airplane mode, people. This isn't a 737, is it? No. <laughs> okay. No, we good. good. I don't know. As long as, yeah, as long as that damn Dude. plane. I know. Anyway, we yeah. totally got off track again. But That's just... what we do. <laughs> That's what THC do. <laughs> <laughs> So THC do that. Maybe we need CBD then to keep us alert. Mm. Ah, such a nerd speak. A bit of both. Yeah. Anyway, I actually did a, a phone interview today uh, with Prevention Magazine. Yeah, they're doing really. an entire issue devoted yeah. to CBD. Yeah, uh, I hear that. I hear that I as hear well. I hear the buzz yeah. too. Was... I'm on airplane mode. Me too. Is that I'm... someone's phone? I don't know. Uh-oh. We're no. failing. I'm turning my phone off. This is not a good way to start. No, it's not. But give us a second. Please. Is someone in the someone listening to this? Is your phone on right now? <laughs> or, is some... or is there an issue with uh, are people tapping us? Yeah, I is mean, this the CIA? Greer the asked CIA. about the CIA. Yeah, yeah the CYA. All right, when I was talking about this. Are we good? See that? All right, all we're right. good. Okay. It was all Randy's fault. Was that me? <laughs> Just fucking with you. I don't know. All right. So anyway, we talked about J Jay Hun's health. 
What else is going on? And you're speaking in Philadelphia, right? Uh, April 6th. And what about you, Blair? What am I doing? Yeah. Um, Nothing. Oh, that's freaking bullshit. (laughs) No, I'm in in, uh, development talks with uh, Comedy Central right now. Fantastic. Oh, that's yeah. really awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, so, awesome. Anything you can tell us? Because um, you've been vague. Yeah, I'd like yeah, you to don't keep talk. it vague. Do is you, it comedy? Teach me how yeah. to be that way. It can is you funny. please teach me how to be that way? No, Jan, because you wouldn't be you. I know, because it's out there. <laughs> it is. It is so out there. And we like you like being you. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> we like Doc Jan being Doc Jan. Yeah. Oh, my God. So my son met Greer this week. Oh, yes. Awesome kid. He loved you. And these kids were so funny. I, well, God damn, I'm talking about it. But we, we smoked a lot of weed on the yeah. way to the show. And they're sitting there, and, you know, I'm supposed to be like this really boring older woman. And by the end of the night, they're like, you're the best person ever, Jan. You're the best person ever. Can we meet cool Greer? Mom. Can we meet Greer? They loved Greer. And Grayson loved that you knew who he was. Of course. From those pictures. Yes. <laughs> Greer, when we were growing up, Greer had the cool step pop. Did he? Yeah, he yeah. had to step up. Everybody wanted to yeah. hang oh, at his yeah. house. So <laughs> big up to Victor Khan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my guy. That's my guy. And he had a great jump shot. Oh, so, so are you doing any shows this week? Um, Yeah, I'll be at the Comedy Cellar. Okay. Yeah. Well, he acks like that's not a big deal. Uh, uh, I'm just performing every week in Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the top. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I did another. Don't laugh. You at did me. a what? I did another Jan typical thing. I saw you on Crashing again oh, in the last episode, <laughs> and I took a picture, and I sent it to Jayhan. I'm like, this is our co-host. Don't you love it? <laughs> You're very good. You're a yeah. great actor. Well, that's what I want to be. You know, stand up Well, you are hard. that. You yeah. Know? Well, that's what but I do. Yeah. We're going to the some kind of thing that we don't know if it's like... We read that it might be a cult. And I read Mom, uh, Rami Wait. Malik. I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. I didn't mean to cut you off. You, I met right. him this uh, the Oscar Award winner. No uh, way. Yeah, I met him. Yeah. When? Yeah, uh, Thursday night. Yeah, he was awesome. Wait, yeah. wait, hold on. He was That's at the, the show. Not... Dude, yeah, he was at I the was show. fucking at that show. Uh, I was at? Yeah. Yeah, that's there. right. You were done. Was... Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> no more THC for Greer. <laughs> well, you seem to remember the important stuff. <laughs> exactly. They say that uh, forgetting things takes more energy than remembering. At least, so. at least he didn't say Tony Award winner. Yeah, he got the award. Right. Oh, oh that's cool. I bet you he need won also- a Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you meet some really cool people. Yeah, uh, I do once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh. me yeah. and Jay Han. That's right. <laughs> and Randy. Randy, I grew up with Randy. Randy's the man. I'm not cool. Though. Hilarious. Oh, shush. <laughs> shush. I'm smart. You yeah. are smart. So what's smart up is with cool, you then? Yeah. What huh? is up with you? Uh, not much. I actually, uh, we've made some progress to get on the, the, the Brooklyn Sprout, Greer and I's company, uh, Brooklyn Sprout Social Enterprise. So uh, we got a installation date of June for our greenhouse at, at, mm. at oh, the God. hospital. Oh, my so, God. Yeah, yeah, we had it. Looking was, forward to that. Yeah. Oh my it's God. been about uh, eight months. Well, which in, hospital? Uh, Interfaith Medical Center, 1545 oh. Atlantic Avenue. So you'll see our oh, greenhouse right from the street. Yeah. So that was big. Oh, um, congratulations. Thanks. That's got to be like kind of first of its kind of the country, a, a, a private cultivation facility yep. at a hospital. At a hospital. I mean, uh, when's the New York Times article coming out? I Tell mean, me about it. <laughs> I've, I've, I wrote half of it six months ago. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like big news. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, this is wonderful. Yeah, right. We're excited. So uh, it's it's uh, and it was a good experience because we had to work through the Department of Buildings and Installations at Greenhouse mm-hmm. is something that's new in New York City. Mm-hmm. So um, having this right. go down and constructing it. Oh, um, we'll, you know, trailblaze for the next you know, cats that want to come through. And... Did they count as outdoor cultivation, the greenhouse? Mm-hmm. It didn't count as an indoor type facility. Exactly. So what we're doing is this will be our outdoor facility. Uh, we'll have an annex at Boys and Girls High School, mm-hmm. which is a half vocational based high school. So they teach vocation. So you can go there as a student, become an electrician, become a uh, culinary arts right, person. Right. So they'll adapt our hydroponic program. Um, we'll have actually student workers running our farm. I think that's going to be more popular than any field trip that Wait, school's going to have. Wait, I, I just want to clarify something. Break it down. So what are you growing at this hydroponic farm? <laughs> Vegetables. Veggies. <laughs> We're growing poppies. <laughs> Watch out for them parents. Oh, my God. Those parents. Watch out. Did you hear about the addicted parents? Yeah. The what? So there's addicted these poppy what? fields oh, in India that are being terrorized oh. by parents that are addicted to the drug. And so, dope yeah. out yeah. parrots. Yeah. Rock. Yeah. You miss this. Polly wants a crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my solution was to put out bowls of Kool Aid flavored Narcan out and like, kind of <laughs> get the parrots a little. The farmers come right. home, their whole house is emptied. <laughs> <laughs> parrots are flying around with clothing, flying. laptops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this this is a unique problem, I think, to <laughs> opioids because you don't hear about this happening with any other medicinal plants. Like no. you know, it's 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 really. I mean, I mean birds go after the seeds it. in the hemp plants, yeah. not the actual yeah. flower. Right. So, yeah. right. so what? Yeah. They're not. What are they? So are they not getting high from the seeds? What's no? They just they want to eat them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. But they're addicted. <laughs> it's like All right. popcorn. Yeah. It's popcorn. Anywho. Well, today I, I found a word Wait, of the day. Hold on. Oh no. I'm going to highlight the fact that you're operating under patriarchal system right now, where you totally forgot to ask me about how I am. Well, you're the oh. therapist. You ask everybody. <laughs> Did y'all hear that? Sorry, I felt That's a little so, salty, yeah. guys. I, so, you know, women's so, lib. Are, <laughs> so how are you feeling today? <laughs> yeah, tell us. Uh, a few Lord? moments ago, I was feeling salty. No, I'm good, actually. I feel like um, it's really exciting kind of what's going on in this field and seeing how all of us are kind of evolving and yep. some of the projects going on. We're excited to be working with a company down in South America Uh-oh. that we got a good contract with, mm. and and we we have some other things in the flyer, and having very interesting conversations with very interesting people who are very so interested without giving in too us. much detail, can you just I give can't us a, tell a anyone. hint of uh, I get an NDA at least the <laughs> what yeah an dig it so, yeah, yeah, yeah. you get that's it that's why I get a hint of it no we're just here to change the way that yep. people think about cannabis yeah. and in a meaningful way in a in a health related way and there are some really great projects that we have on the horizon. We're going to do something that we think we can do uh, in a few months that's going to really be eye-opening for New York. So we're uh-huh. excited. We're excited. we got a lot awesome. of fun stuff coming up. Cool. So I love IRCCMH. So if you want to learn more about us, go to our website. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> IRCCMH.org. <laughs> yes. All right. So let's get into it. All right. So uh, this uh, word of the day is like an, like an idiom, you know, or, or colloquialism we hear a lot. And much like lots of our word of the days, it's a very old practice, but I actually couldn't find the exact origin of this. But the word, based on listener feedback uh, that we're going to talk about, is hot box or hot boxing. 
Um, <laughs> so, so for the uninitiated, okay. right? For the uninitiated, right? I know the hot box. Yeah. Right? Hot so box. smoking Ooh. cannabis in a small enclosed space is immerse oneself in the smoke. Mm-hmm. It's also, turns out, called fish bowling in some places and clam baking. Just, can someone use it in a sentence? Just... Clam baking. <laughs> so, uh, the girl box so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Feel like a clam bake. I don't know. What are you doing? Oh, my yeah. God. No. <laughs> Clam bake. Right. What? Yeah, what is a clam bake. That's like uh, that's probably from like the fifties, sixties. <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah. So hot you boxing. said this sure, like, sure, yeah. and and even hot boxing. I've I've fainted in a hot yeah, boxing. I've fainted in I passed out. So right, maybe the biggest hot, hot box I've ever been was at a Damian Marley concert. Did you pass out? Uh, people all around. I saw about four people pass out next. Yeah, week. yeah, that's too much. Yeah, well, that's for, too yeah. much. For but it nerds, was a fun night. Yeah. For nerds and health professionals, it's also called passive inhalation. <laughs> there's, there's actually it's a, a gentle st- way of putting it. There was a study Second done at John Hopkins by a friend of mine, Ryan Vandry. They actually in the lab they built like this hermetically sealed chamber and had people smoke and people not smoke next to them to see if they would pop positive for a drug test, and it worked. Like the people actually had detectable. THC. Well, they're really inhaling it. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're inhaling yeah. it. Yeah. So, but uh, it, it turns out that, like, this uh, term is used a lot. It's used in gardening, right? A closed box with glass or plastic. Yep. That's a hot box. Yep. Um, it's also an overheated, like, I don't know, if they call it a journal box on a railroad car. Um, there's apparently um, in baseball, there's a hot box, I guess. Um, so it's like this term that you see everywhere that's been adopted. But what was interesting to me is that there's actually ancient information about hot boxing you guys have heard of like those tents where people like put plants on the fire and you sit sweat lodge type thing so apparently since like greek and roman times the 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 ancient writer herodotus wrote about this about these group of people uh the scythians or scythians you know they they're the grim reapers tool Mm -hmm. there's apparently that was yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. that was used a lot for hemp cultivation they used to throw those flowers on the fire and sit in the tent so that's like the original hot Hot box sure (laughs) but but i found out something really weird about the practice of hot boxing and stuff like that was this is a little trippy but the oracle of delphi from like ancient greek people used to go and get their future red so she used to sit in these vapors and like inhale all these vapors and then read people's like mystic futures and tell them what to do with their kingdoms. And it turns out that she wasn't <laughs> huffing cannabis, but ether and other stuff that was coming naturally out of the rocks. So she was <laughs> she went, like sniffing she glue. She was actually really huffing glue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, oh, if you invade a kingdom, one will fall. Ah. And like all these crazy predictions, but people came from all over to see it. So this is. Well, yeah, the Native American practice yeah. where, you know, people yeah. would... I think uh, every culture probably has yeah. something similar to yeah. that. And incorporate peyotes and, yeah. and kind of yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. go places in their mind. Well, it's a spiritual journey. It is. Actually, believe it or not, my therapist, I love her. She, she says, so what does the medicinal herb tell you? And it's really kind of interesting because hmm. as you start to kind of listen to what it tells you, and this sounds a little woo-woo, but it's actually fascinating because I had a very spiritual experience. Did she this. ask that from me experiencing no, we it, or is she asking yeah, you yeah, 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 from yeah. just, no, I, she, she doesn't know. she experienced it herself. So she yeah. has her oh, own she answer. totally, yeah. All right. And, and everyone has their own answer. And yep. so it was really kind of an interesting thing because I always think about cannabis in terms of mood regulation yep. instead of really answering some questions for yourself. 
And so that was like, I had a very big spiritual experience last week in Colorado after that. And it was a really eye-opening experience to me about something. And um, it was kind of cool. It was kind of transformative. Mm. So what you, <laughs> you, what were you hot boxing? I mean, <laughs> yeah. How does this how apply? Much did you smoke? Sorry. So, <laughs> but like, how it much? wasn't that much, guys. It wasn't. No, that but much, what it is is when the student me, is ready, the teacher, teacher will appear, will appear. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know you're at the really, right spot. And I'm and, not saying it was like some kind of like angels coming down. It wasn't hallucinogenic. No. It was just kind of like some clarity about a lot of it's stuff. Wisdom. And it's really wisdom and realizing. And that's what she calls it: plant wisdom. You know, what is the plant wisdom? What does the plant tell you? So I just got off. No, that's brilliant. And I think uh, I just got off the phone with one of our our younger brothers, and he's weaning himself off of integrating tobacco with 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 with, who Gaiva. Yeah, Mm. you know, which it it takes a while to do that. And and he was he was expressing the fact that he was accustomed to the buzz that you get from From the the tobacco. tobacco. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't like that buzz. It dulled it dulled you. And after it, a while, it yeah. made you lethargic. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, we've gone off topic. That's fine. Well, I'd like to go back, <laughs> go back a second, a way back machine. So, when you guys talked about people are? passing out from hotboxing, hotboxing, yes. and I think this requires a little bit of clarification because that's not due to the THC or something on the no, plant. No, no, it's due to a lack of oxygen. That right. that I lightheaded that. feeling. I just yeah. like to clarify that. And, and yeah, why because do we, we can I mean, just see this turning into. Right. They admit that that it causes no, all no, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, people it, faint at concerts. That's what, what yeah. that's about. I mean, yeah. so let, you know, we were yeah. just being funny. Hotboxing yeah. is somewhat <laughs> but, dangerous. But, but we have to be why, careful with our words. But the question days. is: is why do people hotbox? What, what because is, they want to get higher quicker. Because yeah. they don't have a great amount of herb. And, is that uh, it? Or they're hiding from their parents you know, in the car. Of, uh, <laughs> but why would you smoke yourself out like a ham? Like, just like, it is, you're trying to hide it. You totally, like, <laughs> <That's what you're laughs> smoke yourself like, like a, a ham. ham. <laughs> just like that a image. damn Smithshire. <laughs> That's what we used to do in the Honda, though. I mean, it's oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. But we weren't doing it deliberately. We were just like, you know, we stumbled down across the this ancient practice. Yeah, <laughs> it'd probably be freezing outside, right. and, no, and we would just, you were just trying to hide it. But yeah, but the to, car would just fill up. Yeah, you know? yeah. But to Randy's point, when you don't have a lot, because smoking is incredibly wasteful. You're burning yes. it. Yep. Yes. You you ex- you exhale a lot of it, mm-hmm. and so. That is another point. Is is it's a conservative practice. <laughs> Roll the windows up, fool. That's why vaporizing with the volcano is uh, is great. Oh my god! Did I show you my new toy? Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> brings it. Like Devin, are we talking? I walked right into Janice. that. Janice, Janice, who is Janice? Mom. Log off. Log Are we talking no, about the research yes, study now? I yes. sent you a picture of it. You, it yes. was yes, not made it. by the makers of Volcano. That's oh, really? why I, I brought that up. I it's a freaking vaporizer. And my boy Jeff Hands Leach, great time. comedian, he just sent me a uh, and it's awesome. A dab about machine. They did. Really? Yeah, a friend of mine, Jeff Leach. Comedian. Oh man, funny this dude. was so funny. <clears throat> I, oh my god. Yeah. But anyway, it's really amazing. It doesn't make any smell. And when you inhale it, you don't even really, you just feel like you're breathing. It's phenomenal. Well, I mean, you also taste the flavor of the, of yeah. the flower. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they have, anyway, yeah. sorry. We've totally gone see, off. I, can't, I, can't I really, missed you guys. I can't even really tell, though, if you can't smell it or not. Because when you inhale it, you taste it. And when you exhale it, you know, it and if you in, it's coming through your nose and your, so I don't even know if that person 
can smell it or not. Right. Like, I don't... I, I, well, we it doesn't smell like anything. The residual sp- smell is definitely not that it, of okay. smoke. Mm. Right. Well, not like right. smoke. Right. Sometimes uh, the, the vapor but, from a volcano reminds me of the smell of, like, burnt popcorn or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, that's yeah. because you, like, it's actually burning. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah it's and, too well, high, the, then. It's too high. Yes. Exactly. The temperature is a little too high. This one even has, like, a friggin' app on my phone, so you can adjust the temperature. Yeah. That's the PAX, right? Yeah. No. No, the volcano got one. My new toy Oh, okay, because PAX has one where I have an app where I can adjust the thing on my But that's an oil, though, and I put it on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm anyway, I think so. I'm gonna do that too much anymore. Go. All right. All right. <laughs> Hot boxing. Hot boxing. Well, I, I think we we pretty much covered that <laughs> subject, yeah, yeah, yeah. but People that's the word like, of the next so chapter. It's we been need the hot boxing here. So in summary, <laughs> while the term hot box, it clam actually bake, feels like a fucking hot box right now. I'm like yeah, sweating. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it really doesn't because I can see across the table. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I'm uh, being so hot, Jay Han. Uh, sweaty. Yes, Sorry. but uh, so the term's been used for decades. The practice is centuries old. I think that's the take home. But you know, these terms may change. Who knows what it'll be called in the future? future right you know vape boxing or something probably healthier right um but you know vape share vape share yeah there we <laughs> there go it is. Vape share? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay it is. Um, but that's what happens to a lot of these terms they, their meaning changes over time their practices change over time and there's no shortage of resources if you want to know more about hot boxing the do's and don'ts there's yeah. lots of guides out there now on, on the internet but there's some fun research uh, and we're we're going to talk about sex, 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 and cannabis. I'm sorry, I'm like yeah. the only one clapping. So, so don't get nervous. Don't sex. get nervous. No, but, no, get so, nervous. So last week, an article published in Sexual Medicine caught my eye. Uh, the study was conducted by researchers at St. Louis School of Medicine with their colleges of health Sexual and social medicine. justice. I never heard of that magazine. Maternal uh, fetal care. It's a great magazine. Really good pictures. Um, <laughs> Of St. Mary's Department of Obstetrics, Gynecology, Women's Health. So the article is entitled The Relationship Between Marijuana Use Prior to Sex and Sexual Function in Women. And before Jan tells us what the researchers found, I wanted to sell a couple things about uh, their findings. So um, this is something that's been studied since about the 70s, but very few studies looking at how does cannabis impact sexual relationships and right. sex in general, but basically they had a lot of self-reported stuff um, looking at people, men and women, and basically research has found that marijuana users report an increase in sexual enjoyment and orgasm intensity, as well as an increase or no change um, in desire, and that's sort of doing the general thing. And THC, CBD, and these other endocannabinoids interact with hormones and neurotransmitters that affect sexual behavior. Wait, hold on. Do you guys understand what he's saying? Uh, yeah. He can be kind of yeah, dirty. I think, Sorry. Yeah. I just want to make so, sure. So dopamine, that's something that we all know and love. Right. Right. That is actually a key kind of pro-sexual modulator, um, especially in apparent, according to research, uh, you know, for female sexual function. This was part of the reason they wanted to study this is cannabis can increase dopamine. It turns out it could be good for healthy sexual activity. And so activation of the receptors that like THC stimulate the cannabinoid receptors shown to enhance dopamine which could be, again, one pathway that cannabis affects. And dopamine is like euphoria, natural euphoria. Yeah, uh, yeah. They say there's only two things in life we really love, and that's serotonin and dopamine. Right. Okay. 
Um, but a lot of the research in sex and sexual behavior has been done in rats, which I have to say is slightly more interesting than I watching think, flies reproduce. And we we but, posted a funny picture yeah. cartoon of that. <laughs> of rat, oh, the rat. Well, it was an image in yes. a journal article <laughs> about two rats having sex. Yeah, so and I tried to I actually tried to post it on Reddit as a meme, and they're like, "This is an infographic. You're on the wrong <laughs> thread." <And> I'm like, <laughs> 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 I was like, I was like, I don't know. I think it crosses both boundaries. Um, <laughs> But, uh, but, you know, I think it's it's uh, also important that, um, you know, there is some limited human research that suggests that cannabinoids can cause um, increases in sort of self-reporting of desire but, and improvement in the but, quality of, of sex. But this mm. is a huge issue because we know that so many people are taking antidepressants and the biggest issue of why they get off of antidepressants is because of sexual side effects, making people anorgasmic, etc. Mm -hmm. So mm. I have to tell you, I like this article for two reasons is, again... We know anecdotally, well, probably more than two reasons. One, we know anecdotally people report higher sexual um, satisfaction with sex, but we right. haven't really been studying that. People don't right. want to always stick to the physical conditions rather than, these are huge, important issues so, here. Time. Second mm. is that it's about women. Sorry. Yep. It's about damn time that women. we talk about women's yep. orgasms. And so there's that. But then... We have such an implication if we can really understand what's going on and how cannabis can make a difference in people's lives. Because we talk about it. I know in my clinics, um, I own a large clinical practice in uh, the Mid-Atlantic. And we have like seven sex therapists there. And erectile dysfunction is a huge issue. Uh, vaginismus is a huge issue. There are all these sexual-related conditions that actually might be improved through cannabis use. And um, that's something that no one's really looking at. So this makes me so excited to have this conversation. One of the things they looked at was dyspareunia. Yeah. What is that? It, it's painful sex. Like oh. like regret? <laughs> Look at this drunk motherfucker passed out next to me. Why did I do that? <laughs> but, but regret. What do, oh but no, but what, what, we live so, with no regret. Clinically speaking, what is that? It's, just... it, it's really, it's painful sex. So it could be anything from <clears throat> as women get older, for example, their vaginal walls, then uh, that's normal, natural kind of thing. That's a reaction to hormones. And they can have uncomfortable sex. It can be painful. It can cause bleeding in the vagina. It can cause a whole hell of a lot of things. There's also vaginismus, which is a little bit different. But if someone's had uh, some kind of trauma in their lives that the vagina actually closes up and makes penetration impossible. And dyspareunia, what it does is also for people who've had trauma, oftentimes that they have negative kind of mental associations with sex and they actually might have a physical painful reaction as well. Mm. So the mind and the body wow. is really connected in this. And that's a really huge issue. And one of the things I loved about this article is it talked about how women actually, most people find, and this is across males and females, that two-thirds of people tend to say that their sex improves after they smoke or after they ingest. And, and of course, we talked about this several, like a month ago, about mm. how it depends on how much you use. If you mm. use too little, it doesn't make a difference. If you use too much, it kind of negatively it impacts yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you have to find the right amount. But to, you know, so many people are saying this actually is really good for me. It's made it better, more enjoyable. And they found that they actually reported increases in orgasms. Well, let me ask you this. Just oh, yes. I am the So the I don't have kids, but right? I'm picturing me being a parent of teens. And looking back when I oh, was geez. a teen, I know I, but we got to, it's. Yeah. So yeah. these teens that have a lot more access. 
yeah. and information right now. Yeah. And um, once the, the toothpaste is out of the tube, you can't get it back in. I don't know. So how? what's so that me, conversation okay, so that you me, make? But let me save this, though, mm-hmm. because I think you're for... I, I love that you have this perspective. This is not the female perspective, what you're saying. Right. Because when you're young and you're sexually active, right. you don't know your body that right. well. You aren't that comfortable in your body. Right. I can tell you, I didn't have orgasms immediately. It took me a couple of years. To, and that's very common in young adolescent women. Right. Is that they really kind of don't know what sexual satisfaction is for them. Right. And that's something like when I, I used to actually teach human sexuality and, and taught about female masturbation because no one ever talks about that and we need to destigmatize that as well because you know that's a normal part of sexual exploration is knowing your body and what works and what doesn't work but i think so what I, I would no what i was asking I, is with the pop i think when we were younger there wasn't as much strength right in oh you're potency. talking about the potency so now that there's more access there's better I guess yeah. there's, you know, that. I mean, can we actually say that, man? That it wasn't that potent. I, mean, I think that people I, actually. I think that people don't smoke as much as they used to because of potentially the potency. That it doesn't take as much I, as it used to. Do. Well, that's why you might need to like right. that's far, <clears throat> that brings in that whole dosing and how much right. to take. So they right. didn't maybe, look at that in the study. Yeah, but that's maybe a good point. two tokes, like two is nice, enough just you know, to activate you. <laughs> right and right. like at that, because I mean, I've had when I first started, I. Yeah. The first time I took a pull, I was like, "Whoa, I probably shouldn't take anymore." And wait, wait. I did, and and, you know, and I, it, I was, it wasn't cool. I was right, fucked up, right? You know, and that's not fun. And as I got older, <laughs> I realized, okay, boom, Moderate. a couple hits, and now I can, you know, go yeah. play basketball still, <laughs> right. or karate, tennis, or karate. Oh yeah. <laughs> but but I, I guess I was getting at something maybe a little bit different, which was that you know, young pe- young women don't know their bodies a lot, and so. I think there's a lot of anxiety also that goes on with sex yep. and that this could be an anxiolytic, that means, you know, Ease. anxiety reduction yeah. kind yeah. of way to kind of relax people so that they can also enjoy it more yeah. as well. But, you know, the, the the big thing that the study found was really the highest issue was that orgasms improved yep. so, and so, increased. So real quickly, they looked at uh, five categories, right? Overall sexual experience, you know, the magnitude of positive impact. So it was sexual experience, sex drive, orgasms, uh, dyspareunia, and lubrication. And they had four choices was does it positively impact it a lot, a moderate amount, a little, or not at all? And really, you know, most of the categories, right, it was all kind of spread all over the place. But for sex drive and orgasms, it was either a lot or a moderate amount. So the two highest categories. So there was no one reported in this study that cannabis helped not at all with orgasms. There was zero respondents, which is kind of incredible if you think about it. No, You know, people are feeling this out there and they're like, what is the magnitude of positive effect on cannabis in my sexual activity when it comes yep. to orgasms. No one put a little. Everyone put a lot. Yep. Like, yep. Where's really? this study? I'm just yeah. kidding. My mind is, so um, yeah. where's this study done? <laughs> and who's doing it? So, we, so <laughs> This was uh, at a medical center. It's at, it was yeah. at uh, where OB this medical center at? St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis. And they get a random group of citizens that volunteered for this 373 participants. Well, yeah, I mean, it was, they adjusted for race as well. Women, they had... A heterosexual, bisexual, and lesbian yeah. people who were married, mm-hmm. single, so I'm assuming living with this a partner. Is, this, yeah. this is all 
women, right? Yeah, yeah this is focused on women. Okay. <laughs> no, because I'm saying, yeah, like, I can't. Yeah. What, the, what, what the dude's doing there? Like, well, that's I, a great ugh, question. But that's, but that's, that's a great question. Hold on, hold on, though. But this is a serious issue because in research, a lot, it's mostly on men. And rarely are women focused on in research. This is a true thing. Yeah, it's when either men or couples, and they yeah. only focused on. And, and so this yeah. is like groundbreaking on mm. a lot of levels because we are having conversations so, now and in research, including women, and that to so me. So this study is did one of the, before this. They actually did one other study that was just on women, and I could see why they'd want to do the study just on women. But they had they looked at the endocannabinoids, the the natural THC like compounds our body makes, and they found that. One goes up and one goes down when women are watching erotic films. This was an actual study they did. They had women come yeah. into the study. They said, yeah. does it affect the endocannabinoid system? Does it, that natural system, is it triggered? And it turns out that they had them watch like some fish documentary. <laughs> and then they're like, turn on the erotic film. And then they're like, wow, those endocannabinoids are changing. And so then they were like, well, we have to look at this some more. <laughs> oh, but, it's, wow. but it shows you how the ECS is. Is affected by it. Our system adapts you know? and tells ECS, us. ECS was break that. What is that? Endocannabinoid system. Oh, That's for all it. the people out there who don't know. Yeah. <laughs> ECS. No. What's ECS? She lost me again. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I could see why. You know, I was thinking about that study. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't want to just invite a bunch of dudes to watch erotic films in my lab. I just, yeah. Just like, oh. <laughs> oh, you would rather what, have women come watch erotic films in your lab? Are you yeah, freaking kidding me? Are you Might as well get locked up. I'd, lo- I'd like to see the review Go board. to jail. Uh, yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. Oh, I oh my God. But could you imagine pitching a study like these to like your review board at the medical school being like, you're doing what? <laughs> Just hear me out. Okay. Just hear me out. Please. 750 guys. All right. <laughs> In one room. In one room. They call it cock boxing. <laughs> we'll clean up afterwards. We swear. We'll clean up everything. 250 men drowned in cock boxing. <laughs> And that's why right. we don't have that study. <laughs> and, li- and, and little Enrique has to come and up afterwards. And fucking people got me clean. Oh, my God. You did not just do that. Oh, God. Oh. God, I Sorry love about that. my job. Um, that's why they brought me in here for the funny. Oh, we brought you here for the brains. Brains are oh. funny. But I, I we think... brought Randy here to funny. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just messing with you. <laughs> there you go. Randy got brains, yeah. But we, we, we talked about some important things that this study didn't address. And I'm that's sorry. what is the partner doing? Is there co-use there or is it just one person? Does You know, if two people are using, does that... Negative. I like to imagine that she's like, screw your needs. I'm going for mine. I could see that. <laughs> is is that why? That, yeah. that would be, I would suggest that. That would be wise. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, I mean, that's one. Okay, how many couples? Was this three? How many people? 373. Now, were they all couples? No, no, that's no, a good question. So I, I think they, most of them were married. <laughs> some were living with a partner and some were single. Okay, okay. So the single people, I'm assuming, were women. Right, yeah, that's all women. All women. Oh, okay, cool. Because like this, I mean, the whole man part is ridiculous. Because some men, like I don't think men have. If a man has a problem, if, it's probably it, something let psychological. Me, let me say it in layman's terms: for you. men get horny when they smoke. Yeah, and yeah. women do too. And women do too. This, no, exactly. It confirmed. I never <laughs> thought there was an issue either way around. I didn't think there was yeah. a question. My my worry oh, is, I don't it, get horny you know, when I smoke. What? Nah, you don't. I don't I don't even get the munchies. 
That's because you didn't smoke for so long, like an old dreadlock Rastafarian. Yeah, I just smoke here and smoke. Oh, oh I'm an only that smoke. Right. Y'all are nuts. Tell the guy them to leave me alone. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, we're off. This, we must have missed each other for the last two weeks. Dig it. We haven't seen each other in like, I know, two weeks. like it's like almost like a month, it seems like. Two I was like, oh my God, when's the last time I was on He's the like, show? I missed them. Anyway. So anyway, sorry, Jayhan, we got off topic. No, we did it. You're like hurting court. You're hurting cats today. Yeah. <laughs> Can we all talk about sex, please? What's going on? <laughs> okay, well, I think no. we talked enough about sex. Yeah. Can we talk well, enough about. Sex? I think so. We can come. We can circle back to it if, if yeah, we need if we to. Have to. But there's a new segment that I was inspired to create, and it's a oh, short okay. one. But um, it's called. Uh, I call it No THC Does That. So I'm not sure what you guys do with your weekends, but Sundays I like to go through all the cannabis newsletters I get and kind of like <laughs> read through what companies are saying. Mm-hmm. And I notice a lot of companies that work with C- CBD often talk trash about THC and they ascribe really? all these things to what CBD does. I'm like, oh, wait, actually, THC does that. So I was it was inspired because one of our, our journalist friends, Angela Baca, who wrote for Big Bud Magazine, wrote this article called Everything You Wanted to Know About CBD But Were Afraid to Ask. I and I was it. reading it, and it kind of primed my brain when I was reading other stuff. Because then I found this article, which we were um, our institute was interviewed for, and we participated as a resource for, but it was one entitled, 18-year-old gets arrested for illegal possession of marijuana, tries to cry foul by asserting the package is a legal CBD product. This is by Ivan Green, published in the Cannabis Radar. So here's the issue, is... This guy, and he could have been misquoted by the press, Mm. but this is what he says. And pretty much everything he says is wrong. Um, But we'll just go through it real quick. This is his quote. Uh, It's two two sentences. But CBD flour can either be vaped, smoked, or used in making products like tea bags or jams. Herman Barkley, the co-owner of Indie CBD Plus in Indianapolis, pointed out, different delivery methods give different results. Vaping or smoking the products gets into the lungs faster than anything else, and there's zero waste. He added that CBD is used to deal with stress, anxiety, pain, and insomnia. What does CBD do? It goes after CB2 receptors in your body. Um, and I have to say uh, that, you know, also said that due to the low amount of THC, the consumer doesn't get a high. So just to break this down immediately, hmm. CB2 receptors, these are the type, you know, the other cannabinoid receptor they're found in your body. Like, uh, you know, they help control inflammation. They're not like in the brain. They're not getting you high. But that's not... No, THC does that. Right. THC mm. stimulates CB2 receptors. <clears throat> CBD has nothing mm. to do with that. So um, these people are misrepresenting. Their right. and, and, and who is, I'm sorry. It's just the, some the author, company. A, com- a person. So the, the journalist interviewed a guy from a company and yeah. said all these things. It basically, like, he, he found a chart and he erased THC and he wrote CBD in there. Mm. And, and, you know, when people talk about stimulating the endocannabinoid system directly, no, that's it's THC. That's not CBD. CBD. I have a question. Another for you. fraud. I, I have a question though. What are they going to do about that? Are you going to write a letter and response? I'm doing it right now. Yeah, <laughs> calling them <laughs> out in the public. Another fraud. So what is he? he and owns what's the what CBD he, flower? And, I mean, and, since and, when is yeah, there? Uh, yeah. Or well, you could have you could have a CBD rich flower. No, a CBD but the, rich but flower. You could I have mean, that. Yeah, but can't I mean, you grow but he one exactly. It CBD. Yeah, which threw me off. I mean, I understand. But rich flower. I think the misleading thing is. In the word of the day, hot box, right? Is that when you vape or smoke, there's zero waste. And I couldn't hear of a more misleading statement about inhaling cannabis. I'm like, that's. 
So it's just, it just seems everything seems to be wrong with the sense. <laughs> so, and I would even argue what? that. So that, why are they competing at this point? I think that and there's a there's a perception there's this old dogma this this bias where people say well CBD is medicinal THC right. is not right people like to throw out those things or CBD doesn't well, doesn't it's a affect- stigma I, I'm yeah. not I I, I was not crazy? aware of that oh argument. yeah really people well that's why it's easier to have CBD oils mm-hmm. and stuff like that right than well, right that there's have. a lot of frauds going yeah. on with this oh, whole yeah. CBD so oil I think of like like yeah. CBD is not really a cannabinoid like thc because it doesn't stimulate appetite you know if we were to like use an analogy cbd would be like the pluto of cannabinoids this is a dwarf planet (laughs) (laughs) why are we always attacking pluto (laughs) (laughs) i grew up pluto was a planet Uh, (laughs) you know so right i miss pluto it's a moon now. <laughs> it's a moon. It's like oh, a well, Sorry. But, yeah, we get yeah, topic. It's okay. But THC uh, you, does that. Yeah. So whenever this is my new thing is when I read a lot of stuff about CBD, I'm just like, no, THC does that. You, yeah. You know. And so you see a lot of these charts where people talk about CBD, and there are some things it does, but they like to. People think that CBD is THC without the side effects, and it's right. that's really misleading. It's its own. It's its own jam. It's its own thing. Yeah. You know. People need to actually try both to get an understanding between the difference between the, the, the two of them. Because yep. there's an obvious and clear difference, difference. between and CBD and Of course. And, and also THC. you have to realize when you're getting newsletters and somebody's trying to sell a product, they're going to, you know, they'll, yeah, they'll say they're going to lean, they're going to give yeah. a marketing angle on what they're trying to push. <laughs> and so that's got yeah. nothing to do with the real uh, right. Knowledge the real deal. Of, and so usually with a guy like this company, it's someone I'd reach out to and be like, who are your consultants? Who are you talking yeah, to? Yeah, Who's giving yeah, you this advice? Because yeah. like we hear Sarah Palin, like, you know, you're, I know oh, the election boy, was years ago. One. Right. She's like the fossil record doesn't exist. It's like, well, she has some science advisor who told her that. Like oh, she's right. not coming up with these facts mm-hmm. on her own. That's, and who's his advisor? Right, right, right. right. Jackass. So, yeah. so we got to, we got to, it's staring we gotta, at Russia. <laughs> right out of my bedroom window. Because there was probably some physicists to be like, look right. through these binoculars. You can right. see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, friggin' Sarah. All right. But she had pretty hair. Just yeah. kidding. Kept it tight. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, All right, hair. well. Well, that's that's the, that's the new segment. I've all, as I as every every week I'm looking at this stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna find some more examples because I think it's it's important to slowly disentangle this because I feel like consumers, business people alike, need to know, need to be able to navigate this. And, and there are great things that CBD can do, and there's great things that THC can do. And we hmm. don't. Can need I ask to you a question? It. How many hours a week do you spend on cannabis? Like, like thinking like, about it, oh, reading oh, oh, about oh. it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like that's a little oh, personal. Right. <laughs> you yeah, get me but... fired. <laughs> I just, just for the record, I've passed every drug test I've taken. Mm. Usually get a C minus. <laughs> <laughs> My high school Boom. average. My mother gets mad when I tell she's So, oh god. <laughs> Hours, hours of research go into uh, this show, but I try to. I, I got to say that um, there is no shortage of things to read about the study. Right, mm. right. It's a rabbit hole. Like I find that the more I read articles, the less I'm interested in what the person's saying than the sources they cite. That's how I found that study about you know getting people in a room watching erotic films. Is like where is what is he basing this off of? And they were citing all this stuff I'd never heard of, and I was like, this is. 
crazy that there's there's government funding available for this type of work. Right. Um, yeah. So if you guys are ready, yeah. uh, we're going to try a new format to something, to, to our Uh-oh. fake news. I'm just going to read them one by one. What's yes. fake? Yeah, so I I, I, did, I tried to break them up into fake kind of news stories and then science. So I want to do the news ones first. All right. And then, you know, we'll see see what hits, see what doesn't, if you guys are ready. Okay, okay. sounds good. All right. So and we f- don't know how many are going to be real and how many are going to be fake. No. no. Oh. So we don't have numbers whoa, now. Whoa, whoa, So there's more so than this one is fake real. one in there. Yeah. Could be. Maybe. Could be. Oh, could be. What? Depends on how funny so, we are. There we go. <laughs> I have about a... Uh, about seven or eight oh news God. stories. <laughs> so first one is cannabis industry questions new system that would add chemicals to marijuana for tracking purposes. I know the answer. I know the answer. Is this a true story or is did I make this up last night scrambling for the show notes? Gosh, I almost want to say it's a true story Me because too. the I government is stupid true. enough to do something that like that. <laughs> Let's put a chemical on it to yep. track it. Sounds uh, that no, sounds yeah. that wicked. Is it yeah. just scary enough to be true? Yeah, yeah. It's yes. scary enough to be. It true. is true. The Institute <laughs> for Cannabis Research at CSU, Colorado State University, is going ahead with research despite industry and legislature's rejection. It's causing a bit of a stink that they're going ahead with this private wow. company research, and it's 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 a little crazy. It's like okay, so you're going to add this chemical that people are going to be inhaling, yeah, to to track it. Don't say nothing wow. when they turn into zombies. Right. Hey, right. might be the plot. What? <laughs> oh, it's going to be a good. It's like a video game. You could write something about that. Yep. Yeah. All right. Seriously. Like to see. Go. All right. Good stone, job, guys. Good jobs. Zombies. Okay. So mm. the next next headline like uh-huh. series is from Europe. After decades on the market. Transylvania Castle is sold to hemp entrepreneur. Um, that's true. 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 So is this historic site going to become one of the largest hemp cultivation and processing facilities in Eastern Europe? Probably. I no. Hope not. no. I made that up. Oh. Last oh, night. That was a good one. <laughs> I'm going to write that story. Damn, you the had all of it. Dracula get high, baby. So, but it is, it is, it is true. I like to get smoke. <laughs> How's that? He hypnotizes people. He's like, dude, we're going to hot box it. <laughs> But Transylvania right. Castle is on the market, and okay. it is okay. for sale, okay. but no one's bought it yet. Okay. All right. But uh, business plan now. we got to do this. <laughs> yes, I like it. That's awesome. That's so fucking hilarious. Sad. You can donate <laughs> on our webpage. Okay. All right. Um, next one, the International Narcotics Control Board uh, from, you know, the, the – from The, the Inc. Uh, um, reports that uh, certain medical cannabis programs violate international drug control treaties. That's bullshit. That's, there are no international drug control no, treaties, are there? Actually, there are. Are yeah. there? Yep. Hmm. Yep. Do you, so, I with all that's it. going on I in the who, because I've I, never I, heard of INCB. Yeah. Right, well, so the International Narcotics Control Board actually did issue a report that say said true. that there are a lot of cannabis programs that deal with accessing and buying cannabis that are violating international control Uh-oh. drug control treaties. They don't have any power to really enforce it. But the WHO has put off making their decision. This is a part of the United Nations. Nations. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. So they're they're looking at the 1972 treaty, something that. Uh, oh my but, god. Okay. What I mean, it was based <laughs> off another drug when it yeah. was when yeah. that it's was real. So I mean, that might have been. What are they talking about? Drugs all across the board, or are they talking about a specific? They're a specific talking about drug, these or? programs that license <laughs> businesses to produce cannabis and. 
many of them violate this treaty that all the countries rules. signed on to. So, like, Canada and U.S. are probably in flagrant violation of these treaties that they helped create to control <laughs> drugs. Mm. From crossing borders, originally. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, okay. Is all it right. because of the exporting and importing in other countries? That is part of it. That part is definitely of part oh, of it. wow. Um, so, all right. So our next headline, um, African-Americans missing out on Southern push for legal pot. True. Wait, is there a Southern push? Are you, wait, Mm-mm. what? No. Uh-huh. Is this a true headline? No. There's we no, have one. We have there, two. No, there's <laughs> no. no legal push no. in the South. Because if I'm correct, I read something recently about these dudes down South who got like their, 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 uh, license. yeah, their cannabis, uh, license and, and, uh system is about to be up and running so really and what I, I can't remember so like alabama so maybe or somewhere no, is, it, is it a true no, no. headline or yeah i'm from so, alabama i can say so j true uh, no it's no. not true false g i say it's uh no I mean, that's false, false it's not being pushed out it is true damn so exactly. what what happened <laughs> is is uh there's actually two african-american cannabis <laughs> businesswomen were handing out free joints on the steps uh, in washington dc yeah. to kind of talk about this because they're passing laws in mississippi which were largely pushed by african-american business people mississippi mm. you know it's like very very high rate african-americans there since almost like 40 yeah. percent so they say it's the highest in yeah. the nation according to this article but they're getting kind of left out despite being right. key for creating the program and mm. advocating for it Greer, what you now I, guess I, can't. I thought I you said to... you had a C minus in school. Yeah. No, I, I remember. <laughs> but he aced current events. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Social studies, like. Right. Got that. So I guess uh, I need to change studies. my joke about Mississippi then. Well, not be, yet. Well, I'm it's from Alabama. What <laughs> <laughs> damn it, sweet? We used to always be great. Great. Oh, I love it. All right. But I did. But I did talk to that group from Arkansas, and that's why I knew the answer. And Arkansas is one of the states. But they're more progressive. And we were approached by a group who's interested in starting a large grow down there. So that's how. That's wonderful. And I did some work in uh, Louisiana Mm -hmm. with Sue Sicily. We were working with trying to get this company off the ground in, in at southern state university we want to do a large grow and do these vocational job trainings yep. for the hemp and cannabis industry but it it just all yeah went to went to hemp i guess yeah. but yeah. Yeah. So all right so so next Sorry. headline uh, i really like Sorry. this one creator of jelly belly releases cbd infused jelly beans this is, did i did i make this up last night while eating candy <laughs> yes you false. did ice false yeah false. I'm, false I'm gonna say that it's the truth it is a true story. The, I'm the one too who classic. They don't need to do that. No, they, they don't. They do. I mean, they, come on, it's they have multi billion industry. Dude, That's the all they're in it for is the, the money. I have to say, this guy's what a little. Better, <clears throat> I'm sorry. What, I'm sorry. And what better company to, to eat? Like, you know, whoa, that company's known for its jelly beans. Hey, guys, I know some of y'all smoke and eat our jelly beans. How about this? We give you some jelly beans to get you high already. Yeah. Pow. Yeah, there you go. So you can have so a few of those. They're going to make the bag uh, of regular this smart yeah. move. They know what they're doing. I think so too. And, and it's you know, and but he's kind of full of himself a little bit. He's like, oh, no one's done this before. I'm uh, like, um, that's that's what I'm saying, dude. dude. We've been making home jellies, and now you want to jump on the block because everybody. Well, he's going to kill stuff. it with the they're flavor kill, profile, right? And their yeah. distribution yeah. is everywhere, and they got the flavors. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's a, it's a it's like Nike. Right, and I think this is a good idea. Like we have fentanyl lollipops and stuff. People who can't swallow mm. things like that and mm. have trouble with that. Like this they is they have this fentanyl is a good... lollipops. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 
Like for pain. Not not available at Walgreens. No, I but, know okay. that. I yeah. mean, not that I want yeah. any, but um, yeah, like, yeah, that's really that's in the clinic. Because why why like why? So so like if you have chemotherapy or cancer mm-hmm. pain, your throat will swell oh, up, be very oh, painful. Oh, yeah. And so okay. you know you can just instead of swallowing a pill, you which could be impossible. Yeah. Right. So we have all these products. So when people talk about cannabis and candies and stuff, I'm like, well, we already have them all for every opiate. Yeah. What's the big deal about having these alternative delivery systems? You know, they also have, speaking of, they have like, hem, um, God, I almost said hemorrhoids. Um, they said, what are they called? Oh, shit. I can't remember. Hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids. Now, that's a product. <laughs> hemorrhoids. <laughs> Get your ass high. <laughs> Oh, all right, sorry. All right, we need we need to uh, get it. Actually, that, that is a real thing yeah, for no. pain patients. Yeah. They, they listening to us right now, and they jacking shit down. They're about down. to make million off all their brains. Hey, go daddy say, donuts. Uh, we need look, to, I would yeah, love to that. say that we have a lot of people listening right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't chafe you. Non-chafe. What it, would it be like a powder you just no. sprinkle in there? Or like, no. <laughs> I thought it was a roll. Yeah, it's a roll. <laughs> Or you can carry it in discreet pack and just go off. Can you imagine what the car you feel? Like, my like? ass is high as hell. <laughs> Why are you slunching in your chair? <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! Man, we just miss each other. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Settle on, down. Right. Okay, next one. Next. He's one. like the substitute I teacher. Know. I feel like I'm being chastised. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Doctor J. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next headline. We'll be good. <laughs> next next headline. True or false? Massive CBD oil spill from semi leaves passengers and pedestrians stuck for hours. Th- that's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure your city sanitation workers didn't work for hours with cat litter and stuff to clean it up? Wait, 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 wait. Come on. Wait, We're going to need some on. overtime on this Hold one. Hold on. We got to talk about hemorrhoids again because I just got a thing I from know. Amanda Mason or Masson. Sorry, Amanda. Uh, she said on Facebook Live, THC suppositories are a game changer for menstrual cramps. And I read about that bingo, this week. Bingo. About how these things actually bingo. can really improve. Yep. And they actually it will not get you high. It won't pass through right. that, that layer. But yes, Well, how are. do you protect women from toxic shock syndrome? Well, that's all that is is a tampon that I understand stays in that, there. But we don't know what that would actually. I mean, does it? I mean, No, just, it would. It, the the. The thing that it would be in would probably be like a, a glip. I don't know what kind of medium they would use to do mm. it, but it would automatically be absor- yeah, absorbed yep. by the vaginal So that's walls. actually the person has the patent on that is the license holder for the federal marijuana grow for THC suppositories, Mahmoud Osoli. Actually, he owns the patent for it? And he's had actually trouble with people wanting to study it. Um, what the? F- why wouldn't he want no, people like aren't really. He hasn't gotten a lot of industry no interests. Within uh, volunteers, but companies oh, wanting to one. fund to sure. research to further develop Jay it. Han, we you like him and know him and why? Well, I don't want to be that? a participant, but I think, <gasps> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> do I have to do this? <laughs> I'm talking about for it's menstrual. not a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. This job gets worse all the time. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Oh my god. Huh? Seriously, it's a good idea. No, it is. I think study. I think you could you apply the technology in other areas. Y'all are, y'all are nuts today. But you know what? Okay. They do sell they do sell suppositories yeah. for like 
you know, going up the mm-hmm. colon for pain relief I also, for yeah, people yeah, who mm-hmm. can't handle it. But also, I love that. Thank you, Amanda, for Thanks, sending Amanda. that. Thank you, Amanda. And you Wait, guys are absolutely right. The, the massive CBD oil spill was yeah. something I, I made bang, up. Bang. All right. <laughs> But I like the vision. People would have been out there with Jaws. Yeah, that's a hell of a scene. (laughs) They have like the dab rigs of life to get you out out there with Jaws. I help clean it. I help clean. I ain't working twenty five years. years. I do it for free. God, but you know it's going to happen sooner what? or later. There's going to be some like gasoline truck filled uh-huh. with oil that's going to fall over, yep. and this is going to look what's inside. inside. Oh wow. my god, that was so funny. okay. So, <laughs> I haven't worked for twenty five so, years. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. Next headline: True or false? Oh my god. Cannabis is a wash. Or, California is awash in cannabis cash. Some is being used to bribe public officials. Mm. So true headline, or is it false? I'm going to go with false. True. I say true. true. Like they're being bribed with. Would you say repeat false. that? Would you? Would you? Saw it one more time. Sorry. California yeah. is awash mm-hmm. in cannabis cash. Boom. Some is being used to bribe public officials. Oh, of true. Course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I'm going to go false. This is a true story from the Los Angeles Times. Oh, my God. See? Sheriff John Lopey was startled when the mysterious stranger offered him $1 million if he could keep his deputies away from certain illegal yeah. cannabis farms. Local. And he didn't take it. Uh-huh. Well, 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 would you take it? Well, actually, <laughs> only only $800,000 of the cash was recovered. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but well, that's... I bet uh, it happens but, all the time. So he called exactly. the FBI. They involved, you know, employees. And so they, they did a little bit of a sting operation. Yeah. But um, I don't it's a bit of a sensationalized st- story. I've, but Who did it? It's not legal in this state it of It is, but uh, you pay somebody under, you know, the... To have it on the black market. Kind of yeah. reminds me of like Rodney Dangerfield's Back to School when he's like in class and they're like, How do you build a building? He's like, Well, you need money to bribe this guy and money to bribe Yeah. Oh, Rodney Dangerfield. So, all right, two more news headlines. All right. All right so, um, a new report says legalization of cannabis presents a long term risk to the alcohol industry. Oh, yeah. Yes. Wait, wait, repeat that. <laughs> a new report states that legalization of cannabis presents a long-term risk to yep. the alcohol true. industry. Yes, true. Uh, yes. That's why alcohol is that getting happening. into this. Yes, the and U.S. president exactly. of International Wines and Spirits exactly. Record yeah. uh-huh. reported in the spirits business talked about, though not yet mainstream, cannabis adoption is certainly growing in states where it's legal and does pose so a risk to the what, beverage alcohol industry. So what big alcohol people are invested <laughs> in cannabis now? I think the Corona people are whoever owns yeah. Corona is like the, those, those umbrella companies. Yeah. But I think they're interested in, um, you know, infused. infused but stuff. you know, you it's, me a beer. but oh, a Corona. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, uh, but that's free big... advertisement. Holla at us, exactly. Corona. Throw some cash Always at us. Point. You feel me? Yo? Well, I mean, Lagunitas <laughs> has, has supported cannabis right. efforts in California. I... They've sponsored events yep. and things yeah. like that. So there are, I mean, cannabis and hops are closely closely related. Uh, THC, CBD, these compounds dissolve really so well we have, in alcohol. So both big tobacco and alcohol I think in big are, wine, are, are yeah. noticing that their revenues are getting cut into, so they, they're yep. looking for this market to be a revenue stream. And an ice-cold Corona is delicious. Mm. But it's not an necessary. An infused one. 
All right. Might be better. Look at this. We're giving away all these ideas. All right. Last last news headline. Right. Are yes. you guys ready? Last. I'm exhausted mentally. Ro- the Royal Canadian Mounted Police are worried that Hell's Angels and Mafia would take over medical cannabis business, internal report says. Mm, I'm going to go bullshit. <laughs> They're all in their 70s. What? So Take over what? Get out of here. The Mounted Police are worried that Hell's Angels and Mafia would take over medical cannabis businesses. Internal reports. I don't buy it. I'm too old for that. This was reported by the Toronto Star on the 8th of March. Are you serious? They are worried that the the Mafia, the Green Hand's going to come in and take over the cannabis business. I actually mm. found a Hell's Angels building in my neighborhood. I couldn't believe in, that they in oh, the East Village. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I old. didn't know yeah. that they. That's were their there. old. That's their old. You guys, that's you guys, where down on East East Village? Yeah, on, like, yeah, on like Adam Third, like Fourth Street or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, that been there for years. years. Yeah, I saw that when I was a little kid. Me too. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. then it's news for me, and I'm just old. I'm late to the game on that one. <laughs> so those are some of the the most interesting stories I think uh, you know I found. Can you uh, imagine Jayhan like going through all these articles, like circling them, like this yeah. would be good. Oh, this would be yes. good. <laughs> so, yeah. They gonna definitely think this is a lie. <laughs> He's playing with I, our brains. I, I know you guys. Your brains might be a little tired. I also did it yes. for some science articles, but oh we my can, god, let's do it. Let's do it. You want to try it? Yes. All We've right. got a game show. I hate to give away yeah, all this. Yeah, is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, is, all right. So we're going to do well, if we the take-home version. If we can get Vice or, or Comedy hey, Alex to do it. Isn't Trebek uh, retiring soon? We could get him on here. Uh, oh, isn't he suffering from a... <laughs> yeah. God bless him. Who? Yeah. Who? Alex Trebek. Oh, yeah. That, it was actually oh, my yeah. uh, inspiration for, for putting a quiz show in here was <laughs> was uh, my love of Jeopardy. Oh, so. yeah. Well, should That's we have been answering it? What is... No, no, uh, no, no. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta find our own way of doing things. What yeah. is maybe, yes. maybe, maybe another time? You get okay. two hundred cannabis points. For um, yeah. All right, so um, we could win prizes. All right, so first, first science headline: Cannabis may reduce complications of Crohn's disease. Cannabis may reduce complications of Crohn's disease. Is this true? Is this true research? True. True. Yes, Boy. yes, it is okay. true. In an analysis of 43,000 patients with Crohn's disease in the USA, uh, 16, 615 of them were regarded as using cannabis users. Um, they were shown to have basically less intra-abdominal abscesses mm. um, oh, as yeah. well as other less complications, including the colon <laughs> surgery and things like right. that. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, the authors concluded, quote, cannabis use may mitigate several of the well-described complications of Crohn's disease among hospital inpatients. Now, Dr. J, uh, like, uh, are they smoking this? You know, that's a good question. So, like, how are they getting this? Perhaps I like, hate to rewind the hemp pads, maybe. With the so this was done that, at the hospital of uh, Cook County in Chicago, and I think they accidentally stumbled across this where they found that these people who reported using cannabis. They're looking at other things. Mm, They're like, oh, Crohn's. of these well, 43,000 people, only, only uh, 615 were reported openly using cannabis during do, their treatment. But isn't of, Crohn's, uh, uh, the belief is that Crohn's potentially could be a symptom of a dysregulated endocannabinoid system, that it could be one of the uh, reasons mm. that Crohn's develops. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Is that interesting? Wait a minute. Did I just wait. lose you? <laughs> no, I don't know. That's, that's bad. I mean, that's the, the 
So you have Rationale, the receptors right. in yeah. your gut, mm. and, and when they're when they're the, there, yeah. it is. So when it's stimulated, generally, un, it's you have to be a little carefully talking this, but it slows things in your gut mm. a little bit, which mm. can't right. be helpful because if mm. you have Crohn's disease or IBS Bingo. or the else, things are shooting through there, <laughs> not getting digested, <laughs> right. and that can be harmful. That can be painful. Jeez. Um, yeah. So listen. All right, all right. Next, next. See, you learn, you learn, you learn new stuff. No, I'm stuff. sitting I'm here. I'm trying not to you know, curse. Uh, you learn new stuff dope. every day on this thing. All right. Um, so this is uh, from Thailand. Um, Thailand offers cam- cannabis amnesty program for patients. Um, so cannabis amnesty program for patients in Thailand. Amnesty. Not true. Amnesty. Mm, I'm gonna say I mean, not true as well. Punitive country. Yeah, yeah, still yeah. beat people with bamboo sticks. Yeah, in public. In public. Uh-huh. Well, but they also yeah. <laughs> for spitting. I, I don't know. No, I, I, I don't know. Isn't that I'm region gonna... of Asia? Aren't they really like yeah, strict the... on drugs? Yeah, they dude? are. They're, they're, they're they are, super man. strict on stuff. Yeah, they don't I'm play. saying yes. So we got one yes, two no. I'm saying yes only because the medical. Tourism is huge so for them, it, and this could be a medical tourism whoa, kind of minute, thing. Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! That's right. So people get sick. They, we're they sick. go oh, there for surgeries, which right. is cheaper. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god! So I'm does it agree. does it sound too good to be true? Yeah, it does no. sound too I'm good to be true, but I'm going to agree with Jan. I'm, I'm going to stick yeah. with my no. Well, it's it's not too good to be true. Uh, the so government has instituted for those who had mm-hmm. cannabis in their possession for medical use before legalization took effect will be able to petition the government to wow. keep it. Um, the nationals and foreigners are mm-hmm. eligible for the amnesty program and medical mm-hmm. cannabis possession. Published in the so Thai what does that law mean form. If you get pulled over, you can keep your smoke. Yeah. If you so, if you huh? did it, if, <laughs> is that what that right? Mean? Well, if, I mean, yeah, if you had cannabis, if you didn't <laughs> acquire cannabis through the program, you don't have to throw away your medicine. So it's like. Imagine if oh. aspirin wasn't legal and you had all this aspirin, and then Got it. like you'd be like, "Where would you get it from? Did right. You buy it from Rite Aid. You know, you, right. you get to keep yeah. your medicine." Um, okay, so uh, this next headline: Thirty milligrams of oral THC induce psychotic and violent effects in patients with a history of schizophrenia. Thirty milligrams of oral THC <laughs> induce psychotic and violent effects in patients with a history of schizophrenia. I'm going to say no. I'll say no. Jim? Yes. Yes? Does this story sound like I made it up late last night? Yes. Just because I did. did. There's no. There's so much pressure yeah, yeah. On, on the market if that yeah. is true. Right, you're like, I was like 30 million. Like, oh. I just was, tr- no, I was channeling I can... Alex Berenson for um, a moment. Yeah, so that's yes. something I just completely made up. I was looking for like a negative story. I couldn't really find one that was like hard of yeah, this is a little tricky. You find some, like, you know, uh, nuanced negative stuff. All right. Um, so this is a, a, a research report um, from Australia. And is this true that most patients buy their cannabis on the black market? Yes. In Australia. Mm-hmm. Yes. Most patients yes. buy their cannabis on the black market. Yes. I don't know if they've legalized it or not. Yeah. Um I know it was expensive to get and hard to get when I was down there, and it was pretty shit weed. Yep, there is but a there is a medical cannabis system. Yeah. There for is a, while. a medical cannabis program. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'm, I'm gonna go yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is. It is, it is. true. Yeah. Uh, a ratio of thirty to one. Uh, people are still getting their cannabis and, and, products and on it's the black market. Hold on, can we yeah. talk Just about Just because this? they're lazy and it's convenient, no, right? No, it's probably because they don't have enough dispensaries. It's, 
wait, hold on. Oh. Hold on. I want to talk about this because it is, it's a very multifaceted thing. So getting a card is a huge issue. And especially if you have major pain issues, major health issues, it's another thing of getting a doctor to certify it. Not all doctors will certify it. You have to have certain kind of requirements. Then there are supply issues, even if you're going through the medical program, that it's really, you know, that oftentimes I know here in the U.S. we have dispensaries that don't have consistent products because they can't produce it quick enough to to fill it. So a lot of patients might do well with one variety, and then they go back and it's not available. So there are all of these Mm. different factors that Mm. are really... Um, deter, you know, deterrence for getting the care that you need. And also, these programs are very expensive. It's not covered by insurance anyway, so why in the hell am I going to go through all these hoops when I can go down the street and get it from Joe? And you know I mean, I'm I just mean? thinking a couple people that I know that have cards still get it from Joe, even mm-hmm. though they sometimes go to the, dis- I mean, they, I think they use dispensary products, but I think they still know Joe. Of right, course. right, right. We <laughs> all so yeah, Joe's right. always going to be in business. Joe so, is always, and we talked about that. I think finally, the last time wasn't it with Canada, and their market is still really thriving. The black mm-hmm, market mm-hmm. is. So yeah. yeah. So the experts in Australia say that the significant barriers to legal access have produced a failed system, and they're yep. calling for oh. more independent regulations or, or to you know change the system. Um, well, you know, it, it's a huge issue because I know, like, for my patients, they're like, why am I spending so much money to try this and it might not work? Try this and it might not work. Try this and it might not work. Whereas, as far what if as, I just, as medicines? You yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if they, well, uh-huh. no, I'm talking about dispensaries. Because you don't, because it's not personalized know, right, right now. Right, and yeah. so there are all these things. Right, right, right. And usually the bud tenders, which I freaking hate that term. But they're usually <laughs> like, try this. They don't know shit. Remember you know, I they, said, yeah. I, I, I they was don't like, know how anything. dialed they're in. They're making medical yeah. decisions mm-hmm. for and people, right. for a vulnerable population. Yep. And yep. that yep. is huge. People yeah. in their 20s can't even pick good music. Why would you trust Why them? Why would you trust them? And, and that's, <laughs> no, that's what I was and saying you know about that little girl. And you know what's really disturbing is oftentimes these products or businesses are actually – trying to throw like marketing materials to get you to buy their product That's and right. so it's becoming this very kind of market where we're, we're really not paying attention to what's good for the patient we're paying attention to what's the bottom line yep. and, and that just is so concerning but anyway I All digress right. but there's and you know one of the things I would like to talk to about eventually is the issue of reciprocity around these medical cannabis programs because mm-hmm. if I have a card in one state, I can't go to another state right. with medicine without yep. the then, fear of getting arrested. Yep. And, 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 only... and Joe has reciprocity, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Joe. Yeah. In big fat bags. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is an issue of convenience because, like, you know, on the East Coast compared to, like, California or the West Coast, we just have, like, three states. If you're driving through 12 states and you, like, on one highway, you're an illegal possessor of cannabis. On the next highway, it's legal. Yeah, yeah like, it's ridiculous. It's a little bit like spinning the roulette wheel well, while you drive I mean, down the highway. It's almost, again, to me, it's a logical fallacy because it's kind of like assuming that it's really not medicine. Then. <clears throat> mm-hmm. If we're okay with not having it legal 
federal. You know what I mean? It's almost saying like, look, okay, you have a card in New York. You can't go to New Jersey. So really, it's not medicine. Right. And, and that's where I think that there are all these bullshit kind of like reasons why regulators don't want to do it. It's bullshit. Right. You know, you do yep. what's right and you do, you You're take right. care of the patients. Okay. So anyway. All right. Well, we got a couple more of these science ones if you guys are still hungry. Yeah. All right. All right. Next, next one is uh, CBD helps prevent hearing loss and can treat ear infections. CBD mm. helps prevent hearing loss and can treat ear infections infections uh, i'm going with false, false. yeah i'm false. gonna go with false too really is that obvious yeah. <laughs> yeah. Am, I, am i hearing yeah. you guys correctly yeah. have you been it's trying it. that cbd so, stuff again so <laughs> no this is completely uh made up uh there's no real research supporting this at all and the reason yeah. i got is i saw <laughs> i i saw an advertisement from a company with some smiling like model dropping cbd into really? his ear oh and i God. was like is there is there a shred of evidence to support putting cbd in your ear um, and then I couldn't really find any. Like, there's uh, so. a giant poster of the CBD company on 42nd Street. It's got like dog shampoo and CBD dog shampoo. It's like, it's I looked at that no. advertisement and I was so turned off. It, it had both dog products and human products. Uh huh. And I was just so turned off by it because it's like, you know what? Bullshit. Exploitation. It's, that's all it is, just, is exploitation. And it was just like, just, like, beat it. You know, I wouldn't, so if I had a dog, do- I wouldn't wash him with that shampoo well, actually a friend of mine gave his dog one of those treats uh, and he was like man it seemed to make my dog more anxious <laughs> <laughs> he probably gave him the wrong strain <laughs> right. but he couldn't go. tell what do you know i was like right. well, he's not a dog psychiatrist how would they know right? <laughs> did i ever tell you the story about my poor dog bodie Uh-oh. so i got a call we had to take bodie to the hospital the doggy hospital and we're like, what the hell happened? Did he eat something? Did he eat something? And while we're sitting there, it occurred to me I had had all of these cookies sitting on my dresser. He ate a whole plate what? of weed cookies. And so... Small dog? Yeah. Kind of medium-sized dog. He was listening to Pink Floyd in the car oh, on the way home. Bodie and what I like... know, Bodie was like, I'm comfortably numb. Anyway. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so we were like... What the hell? What the hell? And it occurred to me what it was. And the minute that I was like, I know what it is. Oh they all left God. me to handle the vet. <laughs> I bet you can't give him a milk bone no, anymore. He's I don't like, do anything. No, I no. want the cookies. I want the cookies, Mama. Yeah, where's the cookies, Mom? <laughs> At least little Ribby wasn't affected. <laughs> well, in the seventies, dogs were used for a lot of <laughs> cannabis mm. research. Really? Yeah, is they, that right. There's um, there's actually the. That's how they got Scooby Doo. Well, there was yeah. one of the famous anti-cannabis. Uh, people that the government hired they hired this pharmacologist called james munch and he was actually so out of control they actually had to tell him like hey tone it down a little bit because he would i'll get to his dog story in a second but he would go on trial and like people would use cannabis he'd, he'd say oh yeah it made them insane and they'd be like well how do you know he's like well i tried marijuana once and i turned into a bat and flew around my office and landed in an inkwell actual court testimony where he's talking about what? this oh, God. and so and so he talked about these studies, these horrible studies he did on dogs oh where he'd, like, God. pour cannabis tinctures directly into their brain. And he told a, court, told a courtroom that they it irreversibly changed their personality. And when the, 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 um, <laughs> the public defender asked him, how did it change the dog's personality? He said, I don't know. I'm not a psychiatrist. Wow. 
So he was like all over. The, he was James okay. Munch. He was the government's like foremost cannabis anti cannabis advisor. Oh. So he was around up until how the much? Did, how, many, how much tax dollars did they pay this guy? Oof, oh, I don't know. Probably. That's a good question. Yeah. But give us jobs. holes in dogs' heads. Yeah. yeah. Report this in your head. <laughs> how you feel? How you feel? How you feel, Bucky? <laughs> yeah, subs like. <laughs> but yeah, this is the crazy history of cannabis advisors Wait, to the you government. You sound like cats. You don't even sound like that's, a that's, dog. That's, that's, that's why it changed the personality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I'm a cat. <laughs> I'm a feline. <laughs> Changing dogs as a cat. Wow. Oh my god. We're nuts. <laughs> All right. All right. All let's right. do you guys want to do just two more? Go two ahead. More. Let's All do right. it. Two more. All right. Then maybe we'll start to wrap up. All right. Medical use of cannabis was associated with a lower probability of illegal drug use in the USA. The medical use of cannabis was associated with lower probability of illegal drug use in the US. True. Is this a real True. study yeah. that was published uh, recently? Hmm. True. Or is it a? Well, it's probably factual, but if it's a study, it, is the question right? Was it? A, is it a true? Is it a true headline? Is it a true? Yes. Yes. I'm gonna say it's not a true headline, but it's true. All right. This is a true story, according okay. to a study with 210 <laughs> medical cannabis patients and 156 non-patient <laughs> cannabis users, aged 18 to 26. The medical use of cannabis was associated with a lower probability of illegal drug use, while the use of cannabis concentrates increased probability for illegal drug use. This was published in the DAD journal, the Drug mm -hmm. and Alcohol Dependence Journal, um, by researchers Drunk in Drexel. and alcohol what? Drug and alcohol dependence. Drug and alcohol, alcohol dependence. dependence. Dad. 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 Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Nothing! <laughs> Hey, Dad. Oh, leave me alone. She <laughs> wish. Oh, my God. Researchers have a, a weird oh, sense of humor when they wow. design Let's these things. Let's call it Dad. It's Dad's fault. I just, yeah. like and, and, wow. it, it was Dad's it fault. Was. It was. Yeah, Dad did it. Many times. Always. That's how I make my living. <laughs> and, with, and, and with Dad, you can learn all about suds. Yeah. Or substance use disorders. disorders. Yes. Oh, my God. So. Lord, Lord, Lord. All right. What's all right. All right. Uh, the presence of a legal dispensary for cannabis may reduce opioid-related mortality. The presence of a legal dispensary for cannabis may reduce opioid-related mortality. I will say yes yeah. because you use the word may. Mm, I, I don't know. I, um, I, don't know I think the there's been means. cases that, right where they're saying actually marijuana actually does uh, do that. But you're right. Uh, but um, it's not uh, enough to prove that yet. I mean, just that that like repeat that. Jay? So the presence of le the presence of a legal dispensary oh. for cannabis may reduce illegal legal illegal, illegal. <laughs> presence oh. of a legal dispensary for cannabis no. may reduce opioid related <laughs> mortality. Uh, yes. I mean, logically, it makes sense, but I don't yes. think there's enough legal dispensaries in, like, dope neighborhoods that the guys are like, I don't want any more of this. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is a good point. Years. That is a good point. <laughs> um, that, that was my... my so so uh, researchers used data from the Center for Disease Controls to analyze the association between medical cannabis laws in the U.S. and opioid-related deaths. While it is true that there is little evidence that simply the enactment of a medical cannabis law reduces opioid-related deaths, 
they found that the presence of a legal dispensary may uh, help to reduce opioid-related deaths, published by uh, researchers from Lafayette College in Pennsylvania. But you make a good point. Where is the dispensary located? What is yeah, the magnitude right, of the right. impact? Exactly. Right. But, but the issue is it goes back to, and this is why Jayhan and I, we've had some interesting interactions about this issue, is that people don't understand these uh, impacts that actually keep barriers to access, like we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. keep people from using this drug. Mm-hmm. So, so if I'm addicted to opioids, why in the hell am I going to jump through all these hoops exactly. when I can just get it, you know, from... Well, there's 1,600 cities and counties, I think, in total that are suing uh, Purdue Pharmaceutical right now. Because of that. Because of the opioid crisis. They were they were flooding these areas with yeah. these pills. Yeah. You know? And, and they should go down. That's your drug uh, dealer right there. Absolutely. It's not and the then, dude on the corner. And it's, then they came up with a program, another they're making drug, hundreds of millions to of dollars. treat that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is just And then right. here's the Another cat. drug, that, which we see those damn clinics. And yeah. Just, oh, yeah. my God. I mean, it's horrible. And then I this mean, woman who just retired from the DEA. I forgot her name. She just uh, is it Michelle Leinhardt or, uh, or this? Uh, she was with the DEA for like thirty years. Oh, I don't know. And uh, now she's working for like um, uh, a Purdue Pharmaceutical. Mm. So as she was uh, working to to, mm-hmm. to 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 prevent them from like now she's on their side of the fence. Yeah. That, what that's hiring, what did I say to you about the Benny Prem Center last? Mm-hmm. We went to go get haircuts. Uh-huh. Those, remember I said how disgusting it yeah. is in the morning. Uh-huh. Because, because when they go get their treatment mm-hmm. and they yep. go outside and they're sick, yeah. yep. you know, and uh, that's the treatment center around the corner from mm. where I live. Oh, my. Yeah. Um, yeah. Former DEA official yes, now that's working her. for Oxycontin yes. maker Purdue Pharma. That's her. Uh, Demetra no. Ashley is, yes. is a paid consultant to Purdue Pharma, now being sued for allegedly misrepresenting the risks of long-term use of opioid painkillers. Boom. Thank you, Dr. I J. I hope they are suing her. She looks like she's in trouble. Well, it's just it's it's it, you it's know that, but that's the bottom line is is that it, that's 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 scummy. Well, yeah, like you, not- I get it, you're in it for the money, but that's fucked up. You shouldn't be allowed. They want to pass a law where you can't do that, right? Where you can't be on this side of the fence, and then all of a sudden, after you lose, you know, you you leave your, to do your tenure or whatever, you get to go on the other side, side. and start like you know writing up and putting up bullshit you know, so that they that, can sell their poison to the youth minutes, of America. There was a 60-minute special, I think about a year and a half ago, about this issue. And they actually, this is a pattern that they've been doing, is hiring mm-hmm. people who worked for the DEA mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as people to come work for them. So they know all of these loopholes. Mm-hmm. They know mm-hmm. what, what to do. And then when somebody's throwing you $800,000, you know, right. you know right. like, like they I get it. They should make it illegal. I cool. agree. Totally agree with you on that one. Well, also wow. someone has to negotiate because I'm sure, you know, the DEA wanted certain information from them. So there were also agreements made about what data would be released to the public and what would be private, including how much they're making, where it's being distributed hmm. and, and the rates of use and prescriptions. Like a lot of that information is still protected despite these lawsuits going on. And that's right. so you see you do see these deals going on between pharma mm-hmm. companies and government so that they'll cooperate a little bit more. That's just a shame. We've got to make sure. That's why they're probably part of it. They're they're in the fight against legalization of marijuana. I have to tell you, I I think that we really need to make sure, and I hope that we can here, to make sure that we keep this cannabis industry focused. Absolutely. Not just on money, but on people. Not on money and not on, like, recreational, yeah. It's good for, it does shit. It works for a lot of people. We just need to keep people first. Yeah. Yeah. 
you yeah. know, and set and not profits. big farm. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to give you my money. Well, that? I think that I don't that, want your that's also uh, the fact that we're a group of people who actually have stake in what's yeah. what's forming. Yeah, yeah. we're it's also um, doctors and patients within ourselves because of our, we've done the research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've done I've done the research, and I and I have smoked marijuanas where it's like, yo, I don't want to smoke this particular one anymore because it gets it me racy or whatever. Yep, yep, you know. Yep, yep. And then like, please, these schmucks. But what I was getting at is sorry, folk, folks that you have I mean, earned but... earned a level of to help shape the industry that's right. emerging. Mm-hmm. Right, it's important that we realize our voices have to be there. We have mm-hmm. to partner with folks Absolutely. that put us at a platform. Similar. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That, Absolutely. you know, as this thing gets shaped, because we can't wish for other folks mm-hmm. to shape Absolutely. it when we, we have finally to. have the strength to and, do so. And Jayhan and I have had this conversation at length that we've decided really just to partner with people who we felt like shared a similar vision. Okay. And I'm not yes. here to tell people that they can't make money, but at yes. the same time, there is an opportunity here for us to shape things in a Bingo. different way. Yep. And yep. and that to me is very powerful. I yep. love what you guys are going to be doing because you're you're really making an impact in your community. You know, Jay Han and I we we have some things yeah. going on that well, we're trying to do the same. I'm a, I'm an advocate born scientist, so I got yep. into the advocacy, and that was the curiosity. You know, I got started in this like a lot of people did. I was someone's yeah. like talked to a patient and and uh, I met him at a at a party. Yeah, and. She held up this jar that had testing limits on it. And this was like in 2002, 2003. And mm-hmm. I was like, what do you mean there are other cannabinoids? Oh, all people know is THC just gets you high, increases your heart rate. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, there's a lot more to it. Went to the internet. Yep. And I w- could, I was hooked. I was hooked yep. on the research. I mm-hmm. couldn't get us. enough Tell of it. Story. That was mm-hmm. me too. Awesome. Yeah. And, you know, and, and like we all, you all got to start somewhere. That's but right. I think um, the research just kind of became, it, that became my biggest problem. I was late to work. So I'm like, sorry, I'm printing out studies. <laughs> <laughs> I got to walk around this big old backpack of paper. He's like, still doing <laughs> that. Just so yeah. Yeah. He's always That's a little bad. late. But, <laughs> but he comes with a wealth of information. Yes. yes. Well, really speaking, speaking of uh, like listening to the people, um, one of the things, and we can also talk about reciprocity, but USDA took comments from people on March 13th. Um, on what people had to say, sought guidance through rulemaking. They're actually going to do this through their specialty crops program. And you can still submit comments, uh, farmbill.hemp at usda.gov. Yeah. But uh, I listened to a lot of it. It's it's a video you can watch live on the Internet. I'll put it in the show notes. But just like one little factoid I pulled out. Um, in Wisconsin, they have seen a huge jump in the licenses from people from like the one year to the next. First year, they had the program, yeah. 245 applications. Next year, 1,400 applications for licenses. They are worried they're not even going to be able to inspect all these licensed places. And everything's from one acre to 240 acres or mm. the size of these parents. It's not everyone's going for, like, huge farms. Some people are like, one acre, two acres, sure. five acres for hemp. But there were some interesting things brought up, like – this is a, the, probably the most interesting talking point that came out of this because they're not responding to questions the USDA. They're just taking in mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. these questions. And one that was repeated more than once is what do you do with hemp that is above the 0.3% cutoff, right? If it's 0.3% yeah. to or under, why destroy it, right? That's the, that's the rule. That's like the, 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 goal, like the standard now. So 0.3%, got to destroy it. <laughs> right. But other people actually do true industrial use of hemp could use it to make t-shirts they could use it to make what why would they destroy i mean i'd never heard they're destroying it once it excels the Mm -hmm. uh that limit when they are there's a huge fiber Mm -hmm. uh 
Right. And so they're wanting to get some guidance from federal authorities to be like, can you, you know, weigh in on this and advise us what to do? Why must it be destroyed? Why, you know, it's, it's again, it's a patchwork of regulations. Some people, <laughs> some places allow you to remediate it, well, process it. it. Is. Some that's places are like, no, you got to burn it. Or, well, no, you can't burn it, but you have to destroy it. Right, right. Um, yeah. But they're, they're, they're trying to get this done by 2020. But um, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. The transcript is all public information. They had a lot of senators weighing in from different counties and individuals and mm. stuff like that. And it's great. It's, lov- it's lovely to see the government not be able to operate a webinar. They're yeah. constantly like, yeah. hello, are you there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. One guy, they had to tell him, literally, can you download an updated version and then log back in? Uh-uh. <laughs> I was like, really? wow. That's government efficiency. It was, wow. it was oh, pretty funny. It was, like, it, it was like the first 30 minutes was like none of the people that were in line to speak, could you could hear them. Or like there was like echoes and stuff. But eventually they got they got a roll going and it was smooth. But it was it made me feel really good about. I think we need <laughs> like, to do an episode with Alec Berenson's talk on C-SPAN. Well, that we just had our article published on yeah. Project CBD yeah, in response right. to him. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Writing according to Jehan, but we should because it's really kind of comical. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I think uh, time, we might need to call time here. What do yeah. you think? Well, time flew today. Well, well, let's, good. Are there any uh, last hits you guys want to wanna take I on any it. subjects? Uh, <laughs> we'll pass it around one time. This is your... What, what, do we, what do we call this segment? I will. We'll call this segment Patreon. We sure. need support from all of our listeners. So we have... We are supported by you guys, not industry. Um, we're doing this out of the kindness of our hearts right now. And if you want to go to patreon.com slash newhemptimes, you can join and support this podcast. And the, we have different levels of support you can do, something from a dollar on up and different little goodies that come along with it. So please don't food. forget to support us, you know. You can send us food. <laughs> we need food, Munchies. clothing. Because we're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't I think in a refrigerator years. with like <laughs> beverages nice. would yeah. really good right here. Yeah. Or we could have cocktails along. Hey. And if you want Corona, you hear us? <laughs> Isaac. <laughs> but seriously, guys, we yeah. need uh, patreon.com. And definitely, if you're in New York, schedule to go see Greer Barnes at oh, Comedy yeah. Cellar. Yeah. He's really great. Yeah. Or Vegas next month. Oh, that's right. Oh, nice. That'd be a fun trip. Oh, my God. Yeah. Are we going to have what's, you call what's your, what's your, uh Let's clear the bowl here. What's what's going on? What do you want to talk about before we go? Um, Nothing. I had a little idea. About, uh, I had an idea. I'm just going to give you an idea of what it is. Um, it's called Little Greer. Uh, I'm a Fortune 500 company dude. Brilliant. I never lose. I win at everything. I'm cocky and brash. I think my sister and my cousin both work for me, and I have a huge attitude, big attitude, and I have a right to be. I never failed at anything. Great athlete. I'm just brilliant. I'm like what Donald Trump wishes he was. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I don't know. Long story short, they try to cast a spell on me to take my ego down, and they screw up the spell, and they wind up shrinking me in height. 
So I live in a Barbie doll house. <laughs> I rig one of Barbie doll, one of Barbie's cars to drive around the house. No, you don't. Riding on the back of a cat with a He-Man outfit on. This sound, that, could, that's, that could look good for the summer. You, you gotta smoke weed and watch summer. it. <laughs> You're not right. You're not right. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm waiting for your children's book to come oh out. Oh my god, about the bees. About the incredible bees. shrinking businessman. No, the bees. <laughs> What's that, Papa? Actually, Grayson and I did that in the car the other day. Really? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right. that a little creepy. Randy, what's what do you want to touch on before we go? Any? So, uh... <laughs> Message to the listeners. Message to the listeners. Keep on listening. Educate yourself. Yeah. Tune Please into... Uh, treat each other well. Treat each other well. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and, and be we'll, safe out there, Yeah. Y'all. Absolutely. We'll recreate this place the right, right. way. Yes. All right, send your questions and comments to our social media pages. We will answer your questions on the air. Thank you so much for the people who participated and chimed in. Uh, this is the New Hemp Times signing off for March 20th. Nice. Adios. Adios. <laughs>